Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddie. Get him off big. Richard Mullican. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm your host, Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, the man that is laying it all on the line just to be the next to be with you, and best friend Josh Brawley, say hey Josh. How's it going everybody? Richard, my scooter riding brother. How you doing? <laughs> well, doing pretty good. Episode 128, Josh, and a little while later we're going to have some podcasting brethren on. Uh, our podcasting brethren, one of them. <laughs> uh, a local group that we found out that's also doing podcasts. That's a really good show called Let's Discuss It. We're going to be joined by Jay from Let's Discuss It a little bit later on, but you said it right, Josh. This past week, I have been a scooter riding fool. You've been a scooterer. <laughs> been a scooterer. So we went to St. Louis a couple mo- uh, a couple months back, probably like around October, and my wife discovered these little scooters. You know, most big cities have them, and we did an article on them a couple, maybe a year ago, about the new DUI laws. Uh, so for like Nashville and Memphis, if you're riding one of these scooters and you're drunk, you get hit with a DUI because it's technically a motor vehicle. So we were drunk in St. No. <laughs> we were in St. Louis and my wife had to go six blocks and she's got this problem with her foot and she's like, you know what? I don't want to walk that far. She, she loads my daughter up and gets on one of these scooters and just takes off. And man, they, they jetted down the street, just gone. And I mean... I was like, wow, they really took off. You know, just kind of worry about their safety. But afterwards, she came back. She's like, I want one of those scooters. So over. Go get the car. Yeah. Open the trunk. <laughs> I don't think they got trackers on them. They do things. have trackers on them. Uh, one of the funniest stories I heard over Christmas break was a buddy of well, my cousin lives in Nashville. And he said one person uh, kind of threw it under a bridge, like, and it got hung. So, like, the guy was looking for it, and he was tracking it, and he was stopped on the bridge just looking for it because it was supposed to be there on the bridge, and he couldn't see it because it was under the bridge, (laughs) and it took him forever (laughs) to figure out, oh, it's under the bridge. It's not on the bridge. So, yeah, they have GPS trackers on them. There's a guy that comes out every day and grabs them because it tells them when they need to be recharged. How would you like to be that son of a bitch? The scooter wrangler who's got to put up with all these drunk bastards (laughs) roaming around Nashville, going under the bridges and shit like you just, were just talking about just leaving them places and it's your job if, and you know he's got a boss if you don't find that motherfucking <laughs> scooter that's been missing for like five weeks you're fired right um i think those things too are not cheap um, i mean the ones we priced to get one that holds a full-grown adult you're looking at a like maybe a thousand bucks so what like about close a to short it, american five six hundred dollars uh, you, you said probably... full-grown adult that just made me like... <laughs> i don't know how they would ride those to be honest with you Maybe like a uh, uh, get a pair of painter stilts, yeah, and then climb on that bad boy. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we saw the guys in 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 St. Louis, and dude, they were riding these things with like bringing them out two at a time, and riding these things with one foot on each scooter. 
That <laughs> is no. that is some like gambling with your nuts right there because if you hit one and it goes faster or you just happen to hit a rock you're doing the the, van damme splits yeah i mean there is no but these guys have full confidence man just driving out there like dude i'm like dude i would not have that kind of confidence to in myself or anything to to split my boys like that on two separate things right and 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 true you've only just got acquainted with both of your boys for the last few years i mean you were missing one for a while right uh, yeah, it's it's back in home now. <laughs> uh, but no, man. Uh, so I got my wife one of these. Uh, we were looking for one on Amazon, and of course, all of them like all the ones that hold adults, like something other than two hundred pounds, like or one hundred and fifty pounds, is like three hundred dollars and up. Right. And we were like, man, I don't know if we want to pay that much. Well, at Walmart. Cause, cause let's be real. It's a toy. Yeah, I mean that's all toy. it is. It's like it's a convenience toy, but it's a toy. I mean, it's something that can get you from place to place. I, I dig, but it's an adult toy. Yeah. And when you when you got to part with three hundred bucks, yeah, and you're like, damn, how much was a utility bill? Again? Right. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Utility company knows we turn that heat on. <laughs> I can't keep running the meter back. <laughs> they gonna catch me. <laughs> that's some shady shit, man. That people used to do. They used to. Get a magnet and stuff and slow that, <laughs> that little when it was before it was digital yeah. and had that little spinning disc. They would take magnets and oh, stuff yeah. and put it on there just to slow it the fuck down. I think I've walked by one when I was a kid and they, somebody had left a magnet on top of one. I always went, why'd they have that? And then you find out after yeah. you're grown, you're wow, they're fucking shifty as hell Man, back then. You know how easy it was to cheat the utility and cable companies back when we were kids? All you had to do was climb a pole and get a magnet. I used to know a person that would just let their water get cut off uh-huh. and they they would just get their little t-handle wrench and go out there at night when they wanted to shower cut it back on shower cut it back off wow know, and not paying the water bill and until they finally got took to court yeah after they figured out you know this meter's been running and the lock's been going you know right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? but uh but anyways so i got her we, we were at walmart during black friday and i got her this um this uh i found this scooter and it was like a 270 pound weight limit i mean it's for a full grown adult <laughs> and i was like oh snap and it goes up to 15 miles per hour uh which doesn't sound like much until you're on that motherfucker <laughs> you don't have a helmet on you're no. going 15 <laughs> downhill up in the sidewalk yeah i mean bada the bing, bada sidewalks aren't the greatest here in our town <laughs> that one stretch outside in front of your house is though yeah it's nice but that one beside my house where all the, the acorns are is a real mother. So <laughs> if you folks can't tell, we've both been riding the fucking yeah, scooter so, before the show. So when Josh got here today, I was like, you got you ain't coming in until you ride this. And I pointed to my crotch, but no. <laughs> I said, hey, look here, Mr. Nugent. <laughs> no it one ain't get, no free-for-all. <laughs> no one gets in without paying the toll. <laughs> no. Um, so I pulled the uh, the scooter out, and uh, that's what I call my crotch rocket. Um Hey, <laughs> scooter needs some action, baby. Which is a pretty big scooter, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's, it's I mean, got, I mean, depends on who you are. Especially if you trim the pubes back up. <laughs> no. I mean, you're standing next to like somebody like my dad. I mean, you're, just, you're like a short American in an NBA convention. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I, I pulled the scooter out of the house. I was like, you got to ride this thing, man. It's awesome. And Josh's response was, oh my God. <laughs> like... Well, you know, the the grown man in me was like talking to me at first, like, look at this shit. 
little fucking thing. I felt judged. I really oh, you did. were. Yeah, believe me. Judged. And then I, I was didn't like, say anything though because I didn't hurt your feelings. But yeah. as you, soon as I got on that scooter, man, it was like <laughs> I was twelve years old again. I started going down the the sidewalk, and I got going pretty fast there at first. Yeah. But like I said, once I got whipped around. And I started on that stretch in front of your house, which is, what, maybe a 500-foot stretch? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I got max speed where it was beeping at me, telling me to <laughs> slow down. And, dude, like I said, 12 years old again, I had a fucking blast. So my if my wife's listening, we're going to get one. And uh, you said, what, how much did you end up paying well, for Well, that was the last one at Walmart, but I haven't checked the North Walmart or the other ones. They marked it down. They went from nine... Oh, I, we paid my, for my wife's 198 bucks. That was her Christmas present. So, Well, let me ask you this. Um, you're going to be riding it too, correct? Well, you have been riding We have it? two. I've got her one. And then when I was at Walmart the other day, I noticed they had one left So what from are you going to do now that the laws are in play? What are you going to do when you get pulled over? <laughs> well, I don't... Look, it's a fucking scooter, okay? <laughs> well, honestly, okay. only reason why I got it was because, like I said, it had been sitting at Walmart for... Since Black Friday, so since November. So they had marked it down half price, 50% off. So it was 99 bucks for this scooter that I could have I could have flipped, man, and probably made like a couple hundred bucks on it. Off now you're Amazon. literally going to flip? <laughs> no. Yeah, that thing literally is fast, flip. <laughs> man. Really fast. Like I said, no helmet on. I was going to say hair blowing in the wind, but you, you don't have that. I got that. a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man. um we, I got it. And the reason why I got it was because we've talked about this before. My family, my in-laws live all around me. Yeah. Like it's like you, a, a hippie commune. Yeah. I mean, we're one person away from the FBI, like one person moving in from the FBI raiding this whole area. I think they think you're like a, some kind of LDS set or something, right? Maybe. I mean, they, it, it would seem logical that they would be, we Ranch would be on Davidian somebody's, bullshit. yeah, we'd be on somebody's radar. Would you be the David Koresh of the bunch or I'd, I'd like to say I would, right? I don't, I don't it's know. It's probably your father-in-law now. Now we are like the most centralized house. So you probably would be. We probably would be looked at as the leaders. But, okay. you know, my like I said, my in-laws, my mother-in-law and father-in-law live. And your wife's a marksman. So, I mean, who's <laughs> going to argue with her, right? So my, my wife and me live on one corner. Across the street lives my uh, wife's cousin and, and his wife and their kid. Uh, across the other street from me uh, is my wife's aunt and uncle. Down the street is my sister-in-law and her husband and child. And then across the other street, down the other street, is my in-laws, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, and my um, my sister-in-law. So, like, I'm a faithful man, Josh, but if I, you know, I, I would never cheat on my wife. But if I ever was to want to... I'd have to have like a fucking El Chapo tunnel to sneak them in. There is no way <laughs> you're getting anybody in and out of this house without somebody knowing. And, you know, we live in that city, this little city where everybody knows everything about anybody. And it's like you get a phone call. Hey, the UPS man just dropped something off at your door. <laughs> it's and it's like, like one of your neighbor or one of your in-laws yeah. and, or people down the road. Like literally. How the fuck does she know? She's like <laughs> way down the street. But literally every door is seen by a family member or something. So like, even if I wanted to like 
sneak in you and have a podcast or something. And I was like, I just oh, want a secret podcast. I, if, if we, yeah, a secret podcast. A secret porn Oculus <laughs> podcast. All we do is watch porn on the Oculus and do a voiceover right. for it. We'll have to do that one day. You'd probably hear somebody go, hey, Julie, I saw somebody in y'all's El Chapo tunnel. <laughs> How are you down there? <laughs> well, I keep my wine down there. I figured it was like a cellar. <laughs> but no, I said all that because... Uh, last week I had this, you know, uh, well, should I play the theme song? Do we still have it, Josh? Um, what are we doing here? The, the theme song. We used to have a theme song for, uh, if you tell me the segment, I can go along with our you. WTF segment. We used to have a well, WTF yeah, segment, but I think you switched iPads in between that time. Okay. Well, we'll just act like there was a WTF. We're on segment. a new and improved <laughs> iPad program. Um, but anyways, so I had a, a WTF moment this week. I'll, I'll do What the fuck? <laughs> there you go. Okay. So um I was I was riding back on the scooter. It was my it was my wife's scooter. I hadn't bought mine yet. I was just trying to get the feeling for it. I didn't know if I wanted one or not. So I got I was riding back from my in-law's house on the scooter. And I'm coming down the street, uh coming down this sidewalk right here, and I'm feeling kind of like, oh man, I'm going really fast. Well, I look up. And about 30 yards up, there's just somebody standing on the sidewalk. Shit. And I'm like, fuck, now I got to slow down. I can't get the feel of this bad boy. You know, and that's coming downhill too. So I slow down. I kind of stop off and I get off the thing. And as I get closer, I know this, this man has a deformity. <laughs> this is a neighbor, by the way. <laughs> he lives a couple houses down. He'll never hear this. Okay. I was your biggest fan. Well, um, will you sign my stump? Well, (laughs) you said, oh, we'll get, oh, damn, that was just a shot in the dark. (laughs) Close. (laughs) So as I get closer, I notice this man's got on like a white t-shirt and he's got a, one of those fleece vests on, you know, which ones I'm talking about. They were big in the nineties. You know, it's like a fleece pullover, but it's missing the arms. Yeah. The fleece vest. Yeah. Uh, So he's wearing one of those and I notice he's got a right arm. And his left arm, you know, most of the times you still have the sleeve and shit, right? <laughs> like a long sleeve, you might have somebody tie it in a knot right there yeah. just to signify, you know, don't look for a hand, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to I signify. I can't be cordial. I'm not an but, asshole. I just don't got a hand. Okay? But this man, this man had no sleeve. It was like he found a tailor that just sewed the whole sleeve up and it just looked like he had like on a, like a body sock. I guess with one arm cut out of it and a neck hole. And as I'm getting closer, you know, my vision's not great, but as I'm getting closer, man. And you're riding a scooter in the dark. Yeah. My vision's not great. Well, it's not dark. It was daytime then. Oh, okay. But my vision's not great from a distance. So he's seen you staring him up and down all weird. Eh, he was staring me up and down all re- weird because once again. I bet you look like Magilla Gorilla <laughs> on that fucking tricycle. Exactly. So we're both giving each other the, this <laughs> is like, look. And, you know, I'm sensitive to people with disabilities. Hell, I'm almost a person with a disability. Almost everything about me is a disability. (laughs) I'm a living disability. (laughs) You know, um, but I'm sitting there looking at him. I was like, okay. And I noticed pretty quickly, you know, he doesn't have his arm tucked in his his shirt because he's cold. It was like 55 degrees last week. I noticed, okay, he don't have an arm. But something in me, Josh, I get uncomfortable when I see that. I don't know what to say. 
You know, you don't want to like. I feel like Austin Powers when he, you know, well, I know mole. you weren't going to mole, mole. <laughs> you weren't going to demand an applause. From yeah. The <laughs> you don't think I can one hand clap? That'd be like pissing up rope, Richard Lee. <laughs> but uh, but no, man. As I'm coming down the road, I see him, and I'm like. I get uncomfortable. I don't want to look at him because I don't want him to think I'm staring at his arm or the lack thereof. So I'm coming down and I have to stop because he's standing in the middle of the street and whoever he is, like his wife or girlfriend, whatever, she's unloading groceries or putting stuff into the truck. He ain't <laughs> Unless it's got a handle on it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's messed up. But I wasn't going to say anything to him, but the dude kind of starts talking shit. In a way, is he not in the like? <laughs> I think I know how he lost his left arm. <laughs> no, he he looks at his wife and goes, "Look there, honey, that's not something you see every day." And I wanted it to be like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't feel so bad. Yeah, now. I was like. But I didn't. I just kept smiling and nodded and rode down the <laughs> street. Like, I'm talk so much shit about yeah, but I was like, what the hell? This guy talking shit. You you can't get shit talked about you from a guy that only has one armpit. I mean, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm saying he was missing his arm, dude, it was from like the shoulder. It wasn't like, you know, elbow down. Oh, or, it was clean cut. There was no stump. But no stump to sign. Yeah. Like wow. I said, no armpit. He only had one. <laughs> He saves on right guard. Yeah, though. you imagine how much of a bitch it is. Hey, to that put would be a literal right guard. Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> you imagine how much of a bitch it is to put deodorant under your right arm only, with only your right Look, arm. I'm doing it right now. You're doing I can, it right I now. can touch my fingertips onto my armpits. Or tying your shoes. You'd have to get some Velcro stuff, wouldn't you? Oh, Silver Series, dude. I'm not even fucking around <laughs> if I'm like that. There's, there's, you know, there's no other option no. besides those, uh, those Vans yeah. that you don't have any strings on. Something like that. He but. did do something amazing. He did get in his stick shift vehicle and drive off. Which. <laughs> I was going to say a cartwheel. <laughs> I used to be a gymnast. Uh, but no, man, he he the way he sounded, he sounded, you know, had that voice like this right here. You know, that southern voice. That ain't something you see every day. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but no, man, that's, so that's I, my... I would, Oh man, like it would have been awkward going and getting the mail, you know, after if he would have said that. Oh my God. Well, he lives down the street. I, I, I can, I can imagine though, that was so out of left field that it would have been startling and disorienting to me too. Right. I, I would mean, have been like, dude, I have at least 15 things I want to say right now, but it's kind of like, um, when you see it's it's like seeing the most spectacular car wreck ever. It's just it's like wow, that was amazing, but it was so awful. You know, it's yeah. Like the, I mean, the yin and the yang thrown together. And that was the thing. I didn't want to look at him because I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But then he turns out to be kind of a jerk. <laughs> and I get it. We I'm a spectacle. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> six foot three giant man that's bald on a scooter. I get it. Going fast, going as a fast as hell <laughs> downhill. <laughs> but uh, man, I did want to bring this up before we get too far. And like I said, we're going to have to go to commercial here in a minute. And we're going to have our our buddies on, uh, or our buddy on uh, here in a minute from Let's Discuss This or Let's Discuss It. Gosh, I'm 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 thrown by the one armpit. It's just messing me up. Uh, I didn't know if you'd heard about this, Josh. Um, I was I was listening to a radio show over the weekend over the week. 
and I heard about these candles. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you know what candles I'm talking about here? Vagina candles? You would be correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so, I've, seen, I've seen so many different great replies. Dr. Steve had one yes. that he retweeted. Yeah. He retweeted the, uh, it was Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina smelling yeah, can- uh, uh, candle. Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina on Goop. And it sold out, but Twitter didn't run out of jokes, is what this says. This is from the Huffington Post. It says the $75 item contain, contains, hold on, uh, <laughs> contains. That pussy got you thrown off. Woo. <laughs> um, the $75 item contains traditional perfume elements like bergamot, cedar, and rose to put us in the mind of fantasy, seduction, and sophisticated warmth, the product copy reads. <laughs> I mean, could you, I mean, realistically. That's the most eloquent way to say, this smells like Gwyneth's pussy. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who made it? I mean, what biased person made it, though? You know what I mean? Did she evidently, have her own? Evidently, it was under her direction because she's tweeted about it and everything. She's She's happy about it, so. Uh, according and to the, she's got, she must have some money in, involved. Uh, according to the previ- to a previous Goop description, the pro- the provocative name comes from a joke between perfume Douglas Little, perfumer Douglas Little, and Paltrow. The two were testing a fragrance one day when she said, when she declared, "Uh, oh, this smells like a vagina." <laughs> the, the bouquet evolved, and the bouquet evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautiful, unexpected scent. I mean, but still, I mean, you name it that, and it's like, you you always get the feeling that there's like a guy that's down there, and he's like, let me get another whiff. I think I got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I detect a hint of lilac. (laughs) He's writing all this shit down on a steno book. (laughs) Right. Okay. I mean, that would never work for a guy, would it? I mean, what kind of guy could sell something that says, this smells like my dick? Or my balls, yeah. for that matter. And it was honestly, that's a honestly, that's a joke. I listen to a lot of comedy. Uh, when I go to sleep, I listen to a lot of things like comedy, comedy stand-up routines play on my radio uh, in my headphones. So one day, like I, I have wired headphones too, and I sleep in wired headphones. So one day, I'm just gonna wake up and dead. Dude, I, I woke <laughs> up and literally they're wrapped around my throat. Yeah. <laughs> like this could have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day, my wife was holding them. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I had her knees oh, in the back of my head. Oh, it was your weird. your headphones got tangled. I was trying to save you. <laughs> but um, fucking bloodshot eyes because their veins are popped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just mumbling, die, you bastards. <laughs> Uh, but no, man, I listen to a lot Check of comedy. You dreaming. Oh, I'm get it. <laughs> I listen to a lot of comedy, and uh, there's this stand-up called Nikki Glazer, and really, really funny comedian. Yeah, she and is. she was talking about how, like, you know, why are women the only ones shamed for the way it smells? You know, because ever since before she knew what balls smelled like, that was the default for something that smelled bad. Like, man, it smells like balls in here. Yeah. And she said that there was a um, thing she said in her act where she said that, you know, she doesn't want balls to smell different. She likes, she's like, well, I don't like the way balls smell. She's like, I just don't want them to smell different. She's like, it's not like I'm taking him into a Yankee candle and going, can you match this fragrance? You know, so it's funny that there is a stand-up about ball smell, and then there's Gwyneth Paltrow with vagina candles. So does it actually look like 
the candle, what's it shaped like? Is it just a normal round candle? I'm thinking, it, it, yeah, it's just like your average jabroni candle you'd see at Kroger or wherever in the candle section, but it's got the innards of Miss Paltrow's vagina <laughs> odors. Can you imagine if a disgruntled ex made a candle like that? <laughs> yeah, this is what it smells like. And it's Hell, I like, didn't smell no garlic <laughs> or onion. That shit's a fraud. Can you imagine, like, this day and age, if somebody around here had one of those, you'd have, you definitely have, like, an ex-boyfriend that was just like, here's her candle, and it's just a picture of Starkiss Tuna. <laughs> that's pretty much well, it right there. That, that's what I was going to say. Bitch took some, me for half. Some of the, the tweets about this article after it came out were hilarious, way more funny than the actual substance of the article right doctor our, our buddy dr steve he retweeted the article and he said something's fishy about this <laughs> <laughs> i love dr steve so i'll be a little personal here josh uh we're gonna get a little bit into the weeds here not in the weeds but i'll be personal well, i'll just tell you something personal can i say personal sure personal so i have uh I've been going through these changes and moods and stuff. And before you get started, <laughs> before you get started, no, <laughs> men do not go through the change just because you're getting. But older, I'm hot, Josh. Just, I'm so hot right now. <laughs> just because you're getting older, you're not going through that kind of change. No, I think go men ahead. go through their own mental change. It's like a midlife crisis or something. Yeah, we do. That's when we and, buy convertibles and start fucking prostitutes. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> you want to go through it with me? It sounds like a fun venture. <laughs> well, we're not very far <laughs> off in age. I'm sure I mean, it'll happen around the same time. You know, I'm part of the, like I told my wife, I'm I've part of the- I've been looking at Mustangs hard <laughs> as a motherfucker. I'm telling you. I'm, like I told my wife on my birthday, I'm part of the 3-6 Mafia now. I'm 36. <laughs> and then she rolled her eyes and said, don't ever say that to anybody again. Who run it? <laughs> who run it? Who, who run it? <laughs> who run, these bitches ain't running. <laughs> Shut with y'all mouth. <laughs> But no, man, I, I'm part of the threes. I'm 36, so I mean, if I'm hitting my uh, 72, that's not bad. That's my football number. I'm probably going to dial my football number if, if I'm lucky. I, I mean, mean, are you planning the trip ah, to Jesus. Home Depot at that point? Man, if they I, still got Home Depots, who, 72 comes, it's I, open. I'm going to be honest with you, man. My my family history of medical problems and the ones I have now, <laughs> Yeah, I'd be lucky if I get to 55. Well, with that kind of attitude, you'll live to be 90 fucking three. So <laughs> take me, God. <laughs> Just standing out on my porch. People, get back in the house. Don't worry. After your marriage fails and then everything goes to <laughs> shit, you'll have a gas station tenant job for like 30 years. It'll be great. You'll be but, Laura. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome uh, back, Laura. <laughs> Laura's back. Biscuits are better now. <laughs> the old one was jerking off in the batter. So we were. Are, so are yeah, you done personally? No, 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 no. So uh, to be really honest, man, I mean, I've been going through some issues with mental uh, stuff. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, talking to doctors and stuff like that, I mm -hmm. have extreme highs. And extreme lows, and this is something that's hard for me to say, you know. Um, but uh, there's been days where I just hadn't wanted to get out of bed, yeah. and and I've I've told my wife, I said the, the times that I and you can't hear it when I'm hanging out with you, and most of the time she can see it because she's with me all the time, my wife. But there are days where, like like I said, you know, I get up and I just don't want to do anything, don't want to go anywhere. I've gained a lot of weight in the past couple of years, and it was because of this. It's just if I'm honest, yeah, and. You know, like I told her, I was like, when I'm hanging out with you, 
or when I'm just kind of chilling with my family, I'm fine. But then I hit these ultimate lows and it's like, man, it sucks. But with all that said, I'm going through all this stuff and I'm starting to get a little bit more like, you want to go ahead and take that call. I'm just bearing my soul. <laughs> Was it important? <laughs> Pete's is here. <laughs> you said no anchovies. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you were talking about low strip. What? No, go ahead. <laughs> no. Um, but I, with all that said, I'm going through kind of like a midlife crisis too. It's like you start thinking about, oh man, I'm not going to live forever. You know, I'm 36 years old now. I'm, I'm getting older, you know. And I started thinking, it's like, man, I'd like to have hair again. It's there. Like you see it. Like if I get in a mirror, I can see it. It's blonde and it's small, but it's there. So we were talking about Dr. Steve. I sent Dr. Steve a message. I was like, I, I heard something. And I was like, mm. and I'm not going to buy it because it's a lot of money, but I heard this commercial for low light laser therapy. I was like, and they said in the commercial that it was FDA approved. Is this real? And he actually sent me back a message. He's like, yeah, actually it is. It's, it's been shown to help with people with regrowing hair. He's like, it works better than when, for some than others, but he's like, it does work. He's like, but try Rogaine. Just if you're, if you want to do it, try Rogaine. But I just thought it was really cool that a guy that we know that's on the XM radio every week yeah, uh, is a friend of ours. And like I said, we can just send him a message and he's, cool with responding you know he's a real dude though you know a lot of guys in his position are very tainted by you know everybody knowing who they are and you know but i think they still got a radar of people who are trying to you know use them or or whatever but we have no angle we're you know we just he's a cool guy Mm -hmm. you know you you were a fan of the show and and you know, now we both know him or whatever, but yeah. And he was a really awesome guy that led us on his radio show. We were on Sirius XM for like 30 minutes talking about Andre, the giant's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved it. He was like, his whole team was like, this is hilarious. And they actually told us the greatest compliment we've ever gotten on this show. Other than the fact that when we've had guests on and they're like, we feel so comfortable around you guys that we just started cursing and letting them fly. So, you know, that we were comfortable around you was when he told us afterwards, he's like, if y'all could call back and do that every week, it would make our job way easy, you know. Right. I took that as a huge compliment. Yeah, that 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 really made me feel good too. But uh, but sorry, just no. just just about feeling good too. Do you think that if you was to get hair again, that would that would make a make your headspace a little more pleasant? Honestly, no, I don't think so. Um, Had a, a glorious lock of 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 hair like Brian Pillman's or whatever, and <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't want to like early nineties DDP. Yeah, some, or the berserker, something like that. Yeah, or that guy from Bloodsport, the one that you made him say mate. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. The one that looked like Berserker, like one of the guys that was in a that over cur- the top as arm yeah. wrestler or something. That yeah. curly long blonde hair is like, yeah, that's what I want. Okay, well, that would make you feel better. You think? Honestly, probably not. I probably wouldn't even grow it that because honestly, it's been so long since I've styled hair, like. The last time I styled hair, it was gelled and like down in bangs, Josh. Like, <laughs> sort of like 97. We're 2000 and, 2002. And then in 2003 and four, it started like receding on me. And uh, I remember there was one day I was wrestling and I heard this one guy go, He ain't got no hair. And I did have hair. It was just really thin. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm shaving this. So I got married like two weeks later and I just shaved my head and I've been shaving it ever since. 
So I, I wouldn't even know. Remind how to me see. to talk, tell you about the hair that I seen that I was just like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> it's off air. It's two feet long and it's coming out of my dick. No, no, no. This was on <laughs> out of the head part. <laughs> it, this was on uh, TV this week, but just off air. We'll have Man, to see. we've got so many listeners, probably new listeners, that are waiting to hear us talk with. With Jay, <laughs> we're talking about Harry growing out of dicks. <laughs> Jesus, you can find we us gotcha. every week, gotcha. every week, every week, folks. Uh, we just goof around on this thing, man. And most of the time, we just think, please, our HR, don't be listening, because uh, we can't defend some of this. But speaking of long hairs, Josh, have you ever like? I, I don't know if you're like me. I'm, sad thing is, I'm hairy. I'm a hairy man except for on top of my head. It's like my and you are constantly battling with yourself. Yes. How can I get this to go here? <laughs> can instead I, of here? can I wrangle it like cattle? <laughs> Just start brushing do it up. Do I need a herding dog? Maybe herd that shit up on top um, of my head. But I'm sitting there looking, and uh, I have the eyebrow thing too. So like, if I don't look every once in a while, I'll start growing like the unibrow. So I had to pluck this shit right here. You look like Uday Hussein. Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty thick. Well, he probably so. looks like a skeleton now. So but. I have to pluck it to make them two eyebrows. Well, every once in a while, have you ever looked at your eyebrow and saw one like long that starts like right yes. here at the base of your eye? Yes. It goes all the way down. It like falls in line. It's and like just, that one rogue. He's just like, <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm leaving. Fuck y'all. I'm going to the West Coast. <laughs> and it is, and you see it, you're like, holy Lord. Usually, like... Uh, you know, until I started getting sexually harassed at the barbershops, yeah. You know, for, for my last trip, <laughs> yeah. I would usually go, and then they would take care of all that shit, right? But like I said, the last time I went, it was a little. Yeah, I don't know if you looked a little better. I might risk something with my marriage. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just. How you joking. feel about El Chapo tunnels? <laughs> don't come when it's raining. It floods that, a lot in Bemis. That was a joke. Okay? I know. I, uh, I mean, like I said, HR, our wives, hopefully neither one of them are listening right now. <laughs> it is all in joking fun. Uh, that guy did have one arm, though, and that was not a joke. He, I would never make, make jokes about that. But Well, you did. Uh, yeah, I did. I kind of did. But no, man, um, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, the haircut thing. So, like, you know, when I think I'm going to make that Lowe's trip, for the new listeners, we talked about, you know, Going to Lowe's, it's an, it's really an old. You don't even know where you're killing yourself from. It's Home Depot. Home Depot. It's making that Home Depot trip to go get some some suicide tools. some some, some <laughs> venting materials. How to much go is y'all's your, rope to, to go from your exhaust to the inside of your car? Y'all ain't got a, a four inch hole saw. I gotta get through my back seat somehow. Now will this cut through glass and not shatter it? And, now. um I think the day I'm making the Home Depot trip, man, is when I have to shave my ear hair. I think that's the thing. Like when, Six, you notice, seven years, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> give, it, give it time. It's all turning gray. I'm more like a fat-ass Santa pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the point where I'm going to be like, come on, man. You know, well, I've got to shave my ears. Well, you think of it this way. Um, you know, it's a big day for Tennessee today. Uh, yeah, Tennessee sports. In general, you know, we got a uh, Santa Vol. With the uh, NWA, you know, he's always front row. Santa right. Ball, you've seen him? Yeah. You could be the fucking Titans version of You could be a uh, uh, Titan Claws or whatever Titan the Claus. fuck. You get your gray beard going on. <laughs> Look at the, op- the the upside of everything, man. Yeah. You make a gimmick out of it. Speaking of long eyebrow Wait hairs. Wait until you're like 70-something before you make the Home Depot thing. Have you seen the people, the older people with the big bushy eyebrows too? Oh, yeah. 
You don't like, you just uh, want to just pluck them? <laughs> You're yeah. just like, let me do it. Did you ever see uh, like Mole uh, hair. A, a Bogota 8x10 like promo shot yeah. for a show or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Eyebrows are coming out of it. It looked like a 3D picture. His eyebrows were so Let me good. get a three guard on that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, man. The worst, though, is the nose hair. Yeah, yes. That's my, what I, I'm finding that my nose hair grows faster than anything on earth. My grandfather was legendary for nose hairs. That <laughs> and he could legit fit a half dollar sideways up his nose. <laughs> like just for a bet, you know, yeah. half dollar up, up Look one at that, nostril. <laughs> one nostril. It was the ultimate bar money gabbing was scheme. It, was it uh Papa Brawley? Yes. Really? His nose, like ask anybody. I'm, I'm talking it rivaled the the shape of fucking Triple H's nose is huge. You ever plucked a nose hair? No. Absolutely. Oh my not. God. I did it one or two times just because my nose hair also kind of like if I'm not careful, it starts connected to my mustache like a fake motherfucking mustache that you got. <laughs> like it's like a tree root and starts right. weaving itself into your mustache. <laughs> We're joining. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be an ecosystem before you know. It. Starts braiding with my eyebrow hair. <laughs> well, man, I tell you what, Josh. We're about 35 minutes in. We're about to get a call. Uh, here in just a minute after the commercial break, we're going to talk to Jay from Let's Discuss It. But Josh, what we do want to tell them right now, all the people listening, is that if you know somebody in your family that likes to consume a nice bottle of wine, Ooh. maybe not in one setting. If, if they if they consume a whole bottle of wine, they might have a little bit of a problem, right? Yeah, small like one. if my wife consumes a whole bottle of wine in one sitting, she's going to have a problem. That's going to be me, buddy. I'm going to be like a tiger, son. <laughs> but anyways, if you know someone that enjoys a nice bottle of wine or, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up right around the corner, get your loved ones the gift that keeps on giving. We call it our Wine of the Month Club. It's not our Wine of the Month Club. It's the original Wine of the Month Club, but we partner up with them. And if you want to buy your loved one the Netflix of wine... Go to our link, tinyurl.com slash p3radio. Let me t- let me spell that out for you. T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash p3wine. You can sign up for the Wine of the Month Club, and every month get a high-quality bottle of wine delivered to your door for a great low price. Josh, what better way for a Valentine's Day gift than to give the gift of wine? And that's not saying, you know, it doesn't have to be a Valentine participant per se you can get it for mom or if dad if dad's a wino dad likes to nip on a bottle of wine here and there to get loosened up from all mom's bullshit what better way tinyurl.com slash p3 wine the wine of the month club the original wine club since 1972 check them out right now tinyurl.com slash p3 wine Well, joining us right now, Josh, like I said, a fellow podcaster here with us, a great show. If you if you want to check it out, it's called Let's Discuss It. Right now, we're talking with Jay. Jay, thanks for being here with us on P3 Radio. Thank you, man. I really appreciate y'all having me. Well, we were talking a little bit before the show, um, and I've got a little bit of uh, Khalid's talk here. I figured that was appropriate for the <laughs> Let's discuss it podcast, but we were talking. I love Khalid, man. I love him. <laughs> we were talking a little bit before we uh, turned the microphones on here, and uh, the admira- the adoration between the two shows here. Uh, 
I, I was listening to a few of your podcasts over the last couple of weeks because I didn't know that there was another local podcaster. And I saw where um, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, had posted, tagged us in uh, a post on Facebook that where you had said, is there any other people you know, podcasting in West Tennessee? And then I yeah. got a tag on it. So I started listening to your show, man. And, and like I told you before, I don't mean this as an insult to any of your guests because I, and I mean, this is a very prop up thing to you uh, and mm -hmm. your interviewing skills. There's people on there that you wouldn't find fascinating. You don't have like a lot of celebrities. You have normal everyday people talking about real life events and mm -hmm. you do it in such an entertaining way that it makes it must listen podcasting. Uh, we I've listened to a few of them. There was one that I told you about that uh, that was just a, a a guy talking about being gay in the South, and mm -hmm. I didn't know the guy from Adam. And I'm just sitting there going, "Man, this is really good." So yeah, kudos. It's a great podcast. If you're out there, you listen to it the same way you listen to ours. It's called Let's Discuss It. But I mean, I mean, like I said, hats off. You're a great interviewer, man. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. You know, it came from a long line of listening to talk radio. I started listening to talk radio back in 2000. I want to say 2011. Um, I got caught on, as cliche as it may sound, I got caught on to the Howard Stern rate, you know, wave. Yeah. And <laughs> I like early Stern because he's, 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 you know, spontaneous. He's angry. Right. He's, he's uh, obliterant to the truth. He loves to sit there and, and like, you know, direct into people's feelings. But with him, with it, you know, being so current now, he's such an in-depth, like, realistic interviewer now. And right. I listen, you know, I love him. I love Joe Rogan. You know, I've been listening to some Bill Burr. You know, I love, really, podcasting is such a contagious thing to get on because I think that podcasting is so, it's like a, such a needed thing in, in, like, everyday, like, occurrence now. Because, I mean, yeah, you you get, like, so much info from podcasts. You know, there's podcasts for every single thing out there, you know? Right. And you do a lot of interviews, like that's your show. Like here we do interviews some, uh, mm -hmm. and we've had some interviews actually, you know, go a little bit awry. Now you talk about some pretty heated things at times. Have you ever <laughs> yeah. had, have you ever had like, so like our rule here is we don't talk about politics, right, Josh? No politics, no religion, not like that. Usually barroom rules, but right. we've had some interviews where <laughs> you kind of have to lead them like a horse to water, so to speak. Cause there's a lot of, sometimes, you know, you could have a guy that we interviewed like wrestlers and stuff where right. those guys are magic in the ring. It's like watching a, mm -hmm. uh, a play of some kind. It's so smooth. And then you get them on here to talk. And well, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like well, pulling teeth, man. It's yeah. like, these people are so interesting in the ring that you right. think that their personality <laughs> matches and it never does, man. Yeah. I mean, there, there have been some people that have surprised us and been great and yes. better than we thought they would be. And, you know, mm -hmm. mind is sharp as attack for all the CTE talk and, uh, everything. Mm -hmm. And we talked to, uh, I've talked to some guys about CTE. Uh, we'll, we, we don't have a format on this show, so I bounce around. Sorry, but yeah. you know, it, it's amazing when you look at it, you know, we just watched that Aaron Hernandez documentary last night, Josh on Netflix. That's really interesting. I'm on episode two right now. Yes. And it's very good. And they talk about CTE and I don't think, I think they're just scratching the surface. And I think the reason why, because I don't think CTE alone is the reason why these people go crazy. Now, I think it also has to do with medical history, drug yes. abuse, uh, those factors. Because if you look at CTE alone, 
Mick Foley, who's had so many concussions, should be a serial killer by now, right? Yeah, but I think there has to be there has to be a deadly mix of certain personality traits, yes, certain mm-hmm. uh, extracurricular habits, and then, yeah. like you said, just the the traumatic brain injuries and stuff that kind of make you know how uh, you know there's people that we went to school with that they had one car wreck and right. you see them now and they're totally different people. Right. Well, imagine if that was over an extended period of time you know, through the NFL, you know, because a lot of bad shit happens on the football field right. in terms yes. of impact yep. and stuff. I can't imagine, but I, I think it's like Richard's saying, there's a lot more to it than just the CTE injuries and stuff. Jay, have you seen well, that? They, oh, sorry, they try, aren't they trying to bring up like his, his like raising too though? Yeah. Um, and I do think that does have some, some merit too. Like once again, I think all of them are factors. And of course now I will say this and you know, I've talked to it, talked to my wife about it. If if what is real in that documentary, and I don't know, have you seen it, Jay? I am about to watch it. Uh, my brother watched it. He is. He said he stayed glued to it. He yeah. wa- he binge watched it. He loved it. Uh, me myself, I kept up with the case while he was still alive, and when right. he committed, you know, suicide, you know, it kind of dissolved a little bit more until this documentary came out. Right. Um, I got to have a lot of free time for that because I have to <laughs> sit and watch it and acknowledge what I just watched. It's right. kind of like the surviving R. Kelly. Like yeah. <laughs> I've seen all the surviving R. Kelly um, documentaries when it came out on Lifetime, but when me and my girlfriend binge watched it that one night, we watched all five episodes, listened to every story. We sat there and we discussed it. Mm-hmm. So when season two came out, I like to see you know what came of him getting exposed. You know, so it's right. it's got it's one of those things that you can watch it, but you really got to like really like almost not empathize or sympathize with them, but like you have to understand what you watched. Well, we got to do yeah. this. Yeah. Anytime somebody mentions R. Kelly, we got to play that sound drop. Uh, no, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you do feel bad for him in the documentary. Because I feel really of his bad for him kid. now. I, feel I don't really feel bad for him now because his girlfriends have turned on him. Yeah. He has nobody. Not R. Kelly. I'm that talking was recently. Yeah. That was recently, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking more about Aaron Hernandez. I feel bad oh. for the kid in the situation. Definitely. As, as a father myself, I feel bad that there's this little girl out there that knows who her daddy is. And, uh, but I tell you, I'm not going to ruin it. Uh, I will say that, I mean, if you followed the case, you know that there were the rumors of, uh, some things that he might've been holding on to in a secret life. Uh, right. and I think that probably helped weigh in on some of the decisions he made. Um, but anyways, we'll get off of, we'll get off of R Kelly, <laughs> uh, because he didn't get off of Lee. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll get off of all of that. Uh, but what I was going to go circle back to is, man, you have some pretty heated to- uh, topics sometime on your show. Have you ever yeah. had a, a guy that you've been talking to get so hot at you, just turn away from the mic or throw the mic down or anything like that? I tell you what, I had something worse. I had someone cancel on me because they refused to come talk to me. Wow. What? I had someone, uh, I booked him a month before. Um, he's with the Gender Equality Board of Jackson. Uh, they started a new, ch- I guess they started a chapter here in Jackson with the, you know, gay pride and everything. Right. And, um, you know, I booked them and I booked somebody else, you know, two separate people on the board. And uh, he, I, I had a conversation with, all right, so we had a podcast with me and, and my girlfriend and we had brought up, I really, I brought up same sex PDA. And I was discussing how I felt about that, me being raised in the South and right. me, you know, how my perspective on certain things like that is. I jumped into the conversation being a little misinformed, not misinformed, but I wasn't ready for it. So I just spoke what I felt instead of really 
trying to articulate how I wanted to explain it. Right. And um, so, you know, me and, you know, me and my girlfriend got into a big fight on the air. <laughs> so right. it, that was very, inter- I mean, it was entertaining for people who listened to it, but when the mics cut off, it got real tense really quick. So, right. Uh, but, you know, that was, that was dissolved because I was able to sit there and we had a discussion, a really good discussion about it later. And then I explained why I felt this way. And she said, well, you know, that's something that you could have said on the air instead. So, you know, the guy who was coming in for the interview, I don't want to say his name, but he was supposed to come in for the interview and he messaged me actually. And he's and in so many words. I, I know the keywords. His text message was, uh, I'm afraid I can't come to your podcast because I listened to your recent episode episode and I feel like you are very misinformed and uneducated on the matter. Well, wouldn't you think and hold on real quick, because I do want to bring up one point before I get to this. Wouldn't you think like, okay. don't you think because I want to play a sound drop here and I feel like anytime you <laughs> argue with somebody. And you're 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 so angry, and you have all these words in your head, and you're just trying to force them out there. That it ends yeah. up doing this. This asshole, fuck these words, up, man. I mean, he's got words that he don't even need. <laughs> the inner monologue <laughs> in your head is going. What What did you just say? You want to say this? Articulate it better, but, but you end you up know, just using the atomic bomb sometimes. You, you figure that if you were that much uneducated, yes, and that's the that misinformed. Yes. He would want to come on the show so he could relay that message to you. Right. So, Because yes. the best, and, the best and, way... And, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that interview that you were talking about, about the guy who, who was talking about coming out gay yes. and he was from the South and everything, um, he actually explained... And it, actually, in the interview, he said, well, that was his opportunity to educate you if he felt you were uneducated. If if this is what he really you know, st- you know know stood for and this is how he really felt. But... Through people that I'm mutual friends with that actually know him, that actually put me and him in the same conversation to have right. the interview, he said, well, he just didn't want to argue with you on the air, and he felt like he would have lost his temper. I was like, well, if you can't sit down and have a conversation without losing your cool, and you feel like you can't, I guess, um, what's the best word to say? Word? Articulate like, If you can't compose yourself correctly right. to to make a statement, if you if it comes to, come, you know, to where it's normal conversation to anger, then the conversation don't need to happen. Right. And I mean, that's the thing about it, man. It's like, I'll, I'll, one of the things that when I was a kid, and I think everybody has said words when they were kids that they didn't mean, thank God there wasn't a recording of us 24 seven when we were younger. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's something that we talk about now. It's like when we try to defend this show every once in a while, we'll go, if we say something that's a little dark or a little outrageous, I'll look at Josh and be like, HR just called you in. How do you defend this spot right here to them? If they play this back to you. Uh, but when I was a kid, you know, we used to use words like, you know, the R word for mentally challenged people. We used to use the F word for gay people. And I remember it was an episode of Louie where that really kind of took my feelings about the F word. And I I hadn't said it since I was a kid. Don't get me wrong. And it wasn't right then. You know, I'm in the South, uneducated, probably shouldn't have said it. Well, you got to think too, back in music, Eminem, he's he's slinging it. All over rap. It it was a total different vibe of that. Hell, it was even in that, uh, you know, Money for Nothing song. Right. That Mm -hmm. little, got his own TV show, you know, that little, he's a millionaire. Yeah. Eminem was, you know, it was just normal. So it was just normal vernacular. And uh, so my thing about it was, I heard this show, Louis, it was Louis C.K., which Ooh, that's yeah. a topic. We don't want to get into that right now, but yeah, it's a bit handy. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, he whips it out, right, Josh? Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to get 
that props. At least he announces what he's about to do. Yeah. You got to give him props on that. <laughs> I, I still, I still go with. And from Dave what Chappelle. I hear, he looks him in the eyes. Yeah, I still oh. go with. I, <laughs> Can you I, imagine looking a man in the eyes while he does that? Well, I don't even look myself in the mirror. You mean no. again? No, no. I'm sorry. Oh, you did it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, man. Uh, so, you know, it was an episode of Louie where they had a, a gay comedian on there and they're all playing cards and everything. And he's talking about the F word. And, uh, I, you know, I'll paraphrase here. So if HR's listening, I'm talking in a positive way. He said that the word actually come from back in the early 1900s and everything. The reason right. why they got so... Um, the reason why they, they came up with that word is because they were looking at gay people as meaningless and right. just go ahead and throw them on the fire. And his, his thing was, it was, they looked at them just, they would rather see them dead than to have to deal with somebody that was gay in society. And he said mm -hmm. it became a, a, a phrase because they called big piles of sticks or logs faggots. That's what they called them. That's the actual phrase. And he said it actually became just throw those gay people on the fire with all the other faggots. And that's where the, derogatory name uh, came uh, from so you just educated me yeah so <laughs> I, did, I know that and i didn't know it either so that was where the phrase come from so it was like when i heard that i was like man that is pretty bad now i'm all for people free speech do whatever you want i just feel like i can't i don't need to be using that word you know and i probably shouldn't say it but what's well, a little more sensitive now i feel yes. like when we're kids it's funny and it's humorous because we've seen you know not not celebrity. I've never seen a celebrity say it, but you know, or you know, maybe they did in a movie. But you'll see like our favorite musicians. You know, Howard Stern used to say it back in the yeah. day. You know, it was almost like a humorous, funny, almost like a joke. But as you get older, you realize how sensitive that is because a lot of people did die behind that. You know, yeah, right. yeah. It was like the Salem witch trials. You know, yeah. I mean, there's been a yeah. lot of people that have been killed and. And it's just, you know, I have a dark sense of humor. I can laugh about anything. I can laugh oh, about I myself. Too. Uh, but there are some things. I, <clears throat> let me tell you something. If I see a kid walking and he slips and he falls straight on his back, I'm going to laugh. But I, I'll chuckle and ask me, sorry, but you know, <laughs> I, I laugh when it comes to stuff like that. I can't help it. Now, now, you've had a lot of these shows out there so far, and we've talked mm -hmm. about you know, on, on Facebook, me and you talked back and forth about sponsorships and stuff like that. And you said, yeah. you know, if you got sponsors, you feel like you'd have to kind of kowtow to what they wanted you to do. You couldn't talk yes. about certain things. And I know also that you have a normal job. Have you ever thought about why you're recording something? It's like, maybe we should take that part out. Uh, if somebody heard that at my work or does your work have like, do they listen? <laughs> do they know? Do you try to censor yourself about certain things? How do you get by with the normal everyday job and do the podcasting thing? So when it comes down to censoring myself on certain things, I think I have a way of explaining what I want to. I may have lost my cool one time, but it's, like I said, it's because I wasn't ready for the conversation yet. Right. But as far as like explain, I have a way of explaining my point without making it um, rude in a way. Uh, right. Do I worry about the things I say? No, not really, because I'm, I'm for the most part, I'm pretty prepared about the subject. Um, I think that one podcast taught me a lesson to never, uh, engage into a conversation unless I'm, unless I'm like completely informed and I feel like I can handle my own. Right. Um, as far as censoring myself, no, I don't censor myself. And if I felt like I got sponsors for it, I don't feel like I could, because you know, when you, when you, the money is good, I, I feel like the money will be good and it does push your, uh, your podcast and your program and your brand a little, you know, forward. But for me, I just don't want to conform, you know, conform to, 
oh, well, you, it's best if you talk about this and this is right. what, you know, I want, I want, like podcasting should be fun. Giving information should be fun. Talking about anything you want with a buddy should be fun. My, every guest I've ever had so far, I've always told them, I want my podcast to sound like me and you are talking in the front seat and the audience is in the back seat listening. Right. You know, I want them to laugh. I want, how many car rides have you had growing up that you, you were like, man, I wish I could have recorded that. You know, it's just, I can't. Life is too short to worry about what people think and how you would say it. As long as you don't have it coming out of malice, I don't see like there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, there was that one car ride I had with that handsy uncle. I wish I would have recorded. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, we're man, going no. back to Thanksgiving, Richard Lee. We just got to go around this bush over here. <laughs> see, he with them there Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, it's like just eat your oh, ice cream and stop yeah. crying. Does he, he doesn't like give you those long hugs, do you? And like brings his hand to your lower back or nothing? Not anymore. Oh, uh, that's, I mean, after like twenty, what twenty two, he stopped doing. Yeah, that? I mean, I was getting oh kind of old then. No, we you couldn't fight him off earlier than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just my uncle. I got to be about respectful. Respect. <laughs> no, I mean that's all. That's all fabricated. Once again, dark humor. Right before you got on, and this is like one of those. How do you explain this to HR? We spent twenty yeah. minutes talking about a one armed man and kind of poking fun at him. And but <laughs> to, to be fair, that one armed man was a major asshole. He was. Yeah, well, was he a homeless man? Uh, no, he he actually was a neighbor. A guy? He's a neighbor. Yeah, um, I won't retell the story. I'll, I'll tell you all fair. And like I said, it's yeah. right before this part right here. Uh, we right before we talked to you, we told the whole story. But uh, right. yeah, it's just stuff like that, man. That you you take a clip out of context, which which yeah. is what people do on Twitter. It's what people do in these podcasts all the time. They take a clip out of context mm. and they try to get you fired. And so I'm sitting here thinking just a minute ago, I was like, we did attack a one-armed man for a good 20 minutes a minute ago. And if they well, just... If he's, dude, if he's an asshole, just give it to him. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. People will cut out the part where I say he was kind of a dick. And it's like, oh, well, they just buried a one-armed man. And you know how hard it is to unbury yourself with one arm? It's <laughs> it's damn near impossible. <laughs> But that would be pretty hard. <laughs> but no, hey, man. But if, yeah. hey, if he makes it out, he deserves to live. <laughs> but but yeah, man. But we wanted to we wanted to talk to you about your show and everything. Uh, okay. Go ahead and give a good proper plug, and we're going to keep you on here for a little while longer and do some more show. Uh, but how okay. do they find your show, and what's it called, and what do they need to look for, uh, for the cover art wise, so they know that okay. it's the right show. Okay, so my podcast is called Let's Discuss It with Jane Ant. Uh, my brother is co-host with me. He sits in with me on a lot of the interviews. A lot of them he doesn't. If he feels like he doesn't have anything to add or maybe it's not his type of subject, like he'll he'll go ahead and pass on the interview a lot because he feels like the content will probably be slow. He's honest with himself enough to know that if he we have an interview with someone, he's like, you know what, man, I just don't think I can add that. And very far and few in between would he ever just not do an interview because right. he does like to get to know people. Um, we do it together. We talk about real stuff. We talk about um, topics that people kind of shy away from. You know, we talked about the transgender thing. We talked about the gay rights, equal, you know, equal uh, rights to transgenders and, you know, PDA, same sex marriages. So we talk about a lot of things, mental illness. Um, we just, we're just so, we, in all honesty, I know I'm stuttering a little bit, but no, we just want to gain the knowledge of stuff that we're not accustomed to. You know, growing up in the South, you didn't think about mental illness. You didn't think about same-sex marriage. You didn't think about that kind of stuff. Right. So it's really hard to, like, 
be in tune with the way the world is nowadays without being informed. So a lot of times I bring in people who are experts in the matter to talk to me about things that I'm not well versed in, you know, and all of our stuff, you can find it on uh, Google Play Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I just put it on Anchor. Uh, you know, just a bunch of conversations with people who just, you know, want to learn. And, you know, if, if a fight breaks out in them, then, then so be it. <laughs> it just, right. you know, it's just one of those things that you never know where a conversation will take you. Once again, it's called let's discuss it. Everybody go check that out. It's a great podcast and it's good to have somebody, you know, that's going through the same things that you're going through, Josh, and we're going through, uh, doing these shows, doing local podcasting and, and trying to get our, our name out there. It's a crowded field, if we're honest, of how many podcasts are out there. And when we started, it was all wrestling related. And now we've kind of ventured into, you know, well, I don't want to talk about wrestling all the time. Uh, so, you know, kudos, man, for keeping in there. Hopefully, uh, you'll get a few more listeners out there every week and uh, hopefully we'll do the same. And like I said, go and check it out. It's called Let's Discuss It. But Josh is going to rope you into some of our show now. And he had a story he wanted to talk about. So we're going to discuss it. <laughs> Josh, uh, what do you got for us? Well, you know, on Twitter, I'm on Twitter a whole lot. Richard is the Facebook man. I, I joke with him a lot saying Facebook is for grandpas and uh, what? For, <laughs> you know, the dinosaurs of <laughs> social media. But uh, here on Twitter, this well, was yesterday as we're recording this. Are you familiar with Target Tory? I am not. Okay. So a lot of times, you know how the outrage culture is where you, you get, you know, something doesn't go your way in a retail setting or whatever. A lot of times people want to get on social media and just bust somebody out. Well, <laughs> this is the case with our buddy he is at David Leavet. Leavet. Uh, mm -hmm. At okay. David Leavet. David is a, and I'm doing my two fingers here, the a media journalist. Okay. And <laughs> David has, has had, you know, if you go into his history through Twitter, he's had a lot of these instances where he kind of makes a big deal out of something and, and you know, he usually gets his way because you know mm. you know how uh bigger companies are they kind of crumble now yeah, uh, yeah. they <laughs> don't want the negative publicity no out there stink. on social media yeah. no stench oh, at man. all so uh david yesterday uh at 1 p.m he posts this at target manager and he puts the manager her name is tori you see by the name tag is honoring the price is not honoring the price of the items per massachusetts state law and then he has a snippet of the massachusetts state law which it says that pretty much in, in the, the grand scheme of things, it requires food and grocery stores to individually mark prices on each of the products. That way, you know, the actual selling price, you don't have to look for a little uh, barcode somewhere, right? you know, but, um, and he also has a picture. He's trying to buy an oral B power 5,000 toothbrush, nice toothbrush, now, you know, yeah. This is an expensive gimmick. It's got all kind of swirly actions going on. It's a, it's it's at least a fifty dollar toothbrush. It's one bristle away from being sold in Exit sixty eight sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a picture of this price tag, and okay. mind you, he's taken he's taken this uh, the last toothbrush out of the uh, the feeder there, and it's it's just a display tag. It literally says display on the tag, and it's a penny. That's the first number that they typed up for the uh, the ticket. You know, it's just a locator tag. That's all it is. Yeah, for inventory purposes. He is demanding that Tory sell him this toothbrush for a, a penny. 
And he thinks that going on social media and busting her out is going to do something. So that's his first post. And he starts just making comments. You know how on Twitter you can just make a chain of different comments. And so Tori refused to sell him the toothbrush, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a moron would do that. And like I said, um, he, he starts chaining him up and he says, I just had to call the police because at Target refused to sell me the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> the next the comment fuck is going on with yeah, him. Man. The next comment below is I did not call 911. I called the business number for the police and told them it was not an emergency and they could take their time and explain the situation. And he, he proceeds on the next one. The police verified Target displayed the price of the toothbrush for one cent. The store manager, Tory refused to sell me the toothbrush for the displayed price. The police said that I need to sue them and, and that they are making me a verified report to take to the Better Business Bureau. And I feel like that's all wrong. So, so basically, long story short, this man sees a toothbrush that probably costs about $45. And he sees the display tag in the back for one cent, which is, I mean, we, they shouldn't have had it there, but you know, they're not selling it to you for a penny. And he went to college. So he's a washroom lawyer anyways. He's the one of those shade tree lawyers. Like we have shade tree mechanics here. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a well-versed, but he's not that informed. Right. So jackass of all trades. So he calls the cops. Have you ever been so mad at somebody? That you wanted to call the cops on them at a grocery store or a, a, a McDonald's or anything. Have you ever had a, a run-in with a store clerk? I've had a run-in with a store clerk only because they were just... I waited in the checkout line for... I want to say, like, listen, this may like this may sound weird, but when you're waiting in the checkout line for seven minutes with no help... I mean, come on. Yeah. Seven minutes is a long damn time to stand there waiting to get checked out, you know, because people are, like, lining up behind you. You know, and they're they're ready to go too, and like everybody's huffing and puffing because you're standing there and like you can't help it. But <laughs> you know, for the most part, come on, who is this? I mean, common sense would tell you that there's no fucking way they're gonna sell you that yeah. for like a penny. I mean, come on, maybe some stock boy or some part time worker that worked there that night didn't change the tag out. Maybe that's one of those sample tags or something like that. But like you know, for the most part, it's it's common sense to know that that, that for for that to be a like his whole stand on his argument. You know, it's ridiculous. And for the cop to sit here and enable that bullshit is crazy. <laughs> oh, that's that was my immediate thought. And and I'm going to tell you something. David went on for two more tweets. He said, corporations oh. like at Target are not above the law. The police officer told me that they testified that they saw the price, that the manager wouldn't sell me the item for the listed price. And right. his last tweet, now this one, uh, you know, I'm sure there was some people lighting into him. But after this tweet, Twitter lit into his ass like the <laughs> Chicago fire. I'm, I have not been able to afford to go to the dentist for over three years. So, yes, I wanted a good toothbrush and was thrilled to see such an amazing price on an at Oral B, but at Target refused to honor it. And now I have to take them to court. Well, that was the words that buried his ass yeah. because. I mean, this is a, now this person has a blue check mark. She's uh, I think she's a in Congress or some yeah, shit. Verified she, user. Yes. She, yeah. she chimed in on him. Her name was Rita Paniha. Uh, she's from Canada, but she said, so you haven't been able to afford to go to the dentist for three years. 
How do you explain this tweet? Now, that's what I love about Twitter. Yes. Twitter will bust your ass out <laughs> if you Dude. are a bullshitter. You know, you can't hide anything that you... That Twi- you, you Dude, know. Twitter will fucking kill you. Yes. yes. <laughs> they lit into Mr. Le- Vet, And it said, so you haven't been able to go to the dentist for three years. How do you explain this tweet? Do you just harass random dental offices that you're not attending? <laughs> he had a tweet here from April 18th, or it's from April 24th in 2018. You are hashtag winning when you are at the dentist office and you make the rate the, 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 easy for me to say when you get the dentist office waiting room to turn off Fox news. So I'm asking David, if you haven't went to the dentist <laughs> in three years, right. <laughs> you just go in there and demand that they turn the fucking TV off or whatever. And there was so much more, so many more people that I didn't, I didn't yeah. have enough phone memory to take enough right. with, but I feel Tory's pain. I, I've worked retail before. <laughs> right. I mm-hmm. feel Tory's pain when you got that one guy that's coming in, you know, trying to bait you into some right. bullshit, trying to, yeah. you know, profit off of your, uh, you know, they know you'll lose your cool. Right. And then just so you don't lose your job and they don't turn you in, you'll conform to you'll, whatever they're trying yeah, to get you to you'll do. You'll buckle to them. And everybody's so quick to sit here and get somebody out of their comfort zone so they can sue them. And they, and everything's about social media. Now they'll turn the fan, their camera on and start recording, right? you know, yeah. and antagonizing these people. Because listen, when you're on the clock, you have to, you have to maintain a professionalism because you represent the company. Right. So they're trying to get these people to screw up on purpose to benefit off their screw up. And to me, that's just, it's just what a dipshit, man. Like, if you can't go to the dentist in three years and you're banking on a $45 toothbrush, you're out of your mind because your teeth are probably already gone at this point. No right. toothbrush in the world can fucking help you. And here's the other thing. Well, if, if you can't afford a $45 toothbrush, how are you going to f- afford the lawyer fee for the small claims court that he's about to take Target to? Like there's some yeah, amul- it- ambulance chaser out there. Oh, I've got to take Mr. Leavitt's case. I'm going to get maybe... I don't know, two hundred dollars out of this. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's to me, it's just it's it's ridiculous. And people who enable, like the cop, like shame on that cop for yeah. real. I'll well, be honest. The punchline to this whole oh, go thing. Ahead. The punchline to this whole thing. And I showed picture a uh, picture of uh, Target Tory there. And Tor- mm-hmm. Tory looks like she has had it. Yeah. With this bullshit, she looks tired. <laughs> it's the picture that Mr. Leavitt took and she's just rolling the eyes it's fucking awful well twitter like i said is an awesome place i love it and what one of the twitterers has done is set up a gofundme for send hashtag target tory on a vacation now five thousand dollars was wow. the goal five thousand dollars for an awesome vacation right and i'm talking about less than 24 hours after this damn uh gofundme thing was set up it's sitting at fifteen thousand dollars, wow. like just a wow. little over fifteen thousand dollars. Target Tory, no more bullshit. You're going to Antigua. She's going to have a fucking blast, man. That is an awesome reversal of fate. That somebody was trying to be uh, Facebook or a Twitter dictor. famous and Dictor, yeah. And then now it is reversed, and this woman's probably going to get five grand because whoever set that up is definitely not her, and they're going to keep ten yeah. grand of it. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, I'll take that. I'll take the rest of it. And ironically, she should send them like this shitty toothbrush, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Buy him like a one of those like five packs of those generic yeah. toothbrush hard bristles. <laughs> yeah, they're really hard and make your gums bleed regardless. <laughs> this is used for cleaning grills. <laughs> but, it also gets cavities out too. Is what my mama said. Now I will say this i don't know what massachusetts state law is i do know tennessee uh 
in Tennessee, cops look at this as a civil matter. Uh, yeah. and they will not step in and write a report, you know, you know, domestics. Yes. They write, you know, domestic tickets all the time. But if you went to them and said, Hey, this guy stole $5 from me, that's a civil matter. You know, you've yeah. got to, you've got to take it up in court. We don't handle money disputes. Right. Probably what yeah. may have happened here is that guy might've been, well, it's a guy that's trying to get a $45 toothbrush for a penny. So he might've been over exaggerating on what the cops actually did. They might've shown up and just wrote everything down in a, in a tablet, like a little notepad yeah. and said, sure. mm, take him to court, you know, but probably didn't write a report. You know, may, if they did, it probably wasn't, you know, Oh, they didn't advertise the right price. Those cops were yeah. probably tired of him as just as much as, uh, the target manager. Was. Well, you seen Tory's face. Yeah. I can't imagine the cop having to deal with his BS. Yeah. Well, the good thing about the good thing about Tennessee cops, they have very low tolerance for bullshit like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you are correct. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, I'm going to jump on one more, uh, before okay. we get out of here. Uh, this is a story that came out on Yahoo News last week, Josh and uh, Jay. Uh, it's uh, Jim Bean is a little bit of in a little bit of trouble, and yeah, and yeah, I mean, Josh has been in trouble for, with Jim Bean before. <laughs> I was going to say yes, I, I have uh, I've procured trouble from Mr. Jim Bean. I don't know what episode it was, Jay. If you if you can find it from last year sometime, Josh got on the sober train <laughs> after a wild night of Jim Bean, and uh, I always say Jim Bean. It's like duct tape. It's Jim yeah. Beam. It's not Jim Bean. It's Beam. It's Beam, right. it's Beam to us, Tennessee. We don't, so. we don't see it no other way. <laughs> well, uh, they're coming under some fire here. Jim Beam has been fined $600,000 after a warehouse fire sent a nearly 23-mile stream of alcohol into the Kentucky and Ohio rivers killing fish. So uh, this, the distiller- you ever heard that term drunker and a fish? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Listen, fish- listen, they went, they went out the way they wanted to. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the distiller agreed to the fine earlier this month, following an order from the Kentucky energy and environment cabinet. The courier journal reports the fire in July was started when lightning struck a barrel warehouse near the Wood Woodford Franklin County line. It sent flames shooting into the night sky that could be seen for miles and generated so much heat that the lights on fire ignited the lights on fire in the light on fire engines melted. So, uh, it generated so much heat burning this place down. Um, I feel like whiskey has done that to many households <laughs> where guys have walked in and drunk again, huh? And then it's just like a lightning strike and the whole house was, on a on a verbal fire, <laughs> well, you know my favorite Willie Nelson song of all time, "Whiskey River." That's Whis- literal. And they literally river. went Whiskey River here. Oh. So, could you imagine though, if you're fishing and <laughs> you're you're fishing all these fish, you have like five of them bite the hook because they're all hammered. They're just biting <laughs> yeah, anything. No, they're <laughs> like whenever we get drunk, we're just tagging whatever's at the bar, right? <laughs> hey, you don't even have to fish, man. Just stick your damn hand out there and grab that drunk fish. <laughs> He's just swimming in a circle, and you you catch one of them. You see them all just having fish sex down there because they're all loose. They're like washing up. They're hitting rocks on purpose. (laughs) Throwing up. My fish just threw up three times. I don't know what. And, man, it smells like bourbon when I cooked it. My fish asked me for me. I wonder this. I wonder if that alcohol burns their eyes. (laughs) I wonder if they can see. I guarantee it does. But you got to think about this. How much alcohol has to flow into a river <laughs> before it kills fish. Well, it's a 23-mile-long yeah. stream of alcohol. That's, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, 
Christ. I mean, can you imagine telling like... We're, under, we're underestimating how long 23 miles is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've driven 23 miles in the last week. Oh, let's be honest. <laughs> Jeez, you got to think of that stretch. I mean, that's... And if we're looking at it in a road perspective, I mean, look how wide that is yeah. with the amount of length that is. I mean, God, that will kill anybody, right? That will kill nations, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, you got to think there was some alcoholics out there just drinking pond water. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> any any train track hobo hobo from miles around, where we got to get to the Ohio. Jerry, River. let's get there. It's flowing <laughs> like water, literally. And they're like, this smells familiar. <laughs> then you got hobo wine or hobo uh, distilleries just started up, and it's just basically pond water with a little bit of Jim Beam <laughs> so in a it. A bit of the overflow. Yeah. But man, I, I now them know. tadpoles. That's like the you know, it's like the worm here. That's what it is. <laughs> but I didn't know that Jim Beam got hit by lightning. Can you imagine that? Though that's like the worst. Other than a paper factory, you got to think somewhere like or a gas holding tanker, a tanker yeah. truck. You got to think that would be like one of the worst places to to catch on fire. I would think the Milan Arsenal would be about the worst. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of irony in that. So, so more than you know. <laughs> so, about forty thousand barrels of aging whiskey were destroyed in the runoff poured into a nearby Glens Creek, and then downstream into the rivers. The Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources found dead fish along sixty-two miles, so longer than the forty, <laughs> the forty-something we had, or twenty-something we had earlier. Sixty-two miles of Glens Creek and the Kentucky River. They also found dead fish in the Ohio River. Uh, but the Energy and Environment Cabinet spokesman said, uh, described the impact there as negligible. Now, are they drug testing these fish <laughs> to see their alcohol levels? Because well, how much is Jim Beam going to be responsible for? You know what I mean? Right. It's like any dead fish that any jackass game warden sees down downstream the Ohio River. Now, well, that's Jim Beam. We're finding them another yeah. thousand. You know, Jay. Uh, what was you What was you saying? I was like, I was just thinking, man. What if What if the odd occurrence of someone getting baptized by all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> Woo, Lord, just jumping up. <laughs> Y'all want to go to Sharkies? I'm ready to go Sharkies. <laughs> like a recovering alcoholic got baptized. Right. <laughs> Imagine having a little cut and then getting baptized in it. It burns! It burns! <laughs> They'd kick you out of church. Oh. <laughs> he got baptized. All, right. <laughs> all he kept saying was it was burning. Burning him. Uh, man, I don't know though, man. Like, I was sitting here thinking too, is like, how do you, how, you'd have to go blood test. I mean, you don't have like those, uh, what are they called? Uh, DUI, those DUI tests, the breathalyzer. How would you breathalyze a fish? Would you just <laughs> stick it under its gill and slap its back? I mean, you'd have to go blood test, right? You'd have to test the meat. Like it's, it's like it's marinating in alcohol. I mean, surely it has a smell in it. You know? But you know, that, that sounds tasty. It sounds like if Guy Fieri was to do this, no one would have a problem. <laughs> I think it. we're going to pour all this whiskey into this river, Rock and marinate roll. these fish. And- <laughs> Dude, I hate him. I hate the way he eats. He The way he eats makes me fucking sick. I hate the way he smacks his lips and licking his fingers. Like I hate it. He's always sweaty looking. I hate him. My thing about him that's always just made me want to slap him in the face, and it, it's something little. I see people around here do it, but now, it's now, now, the sunglasses... Josh- Turn backwards on the head. You do have a short fuse because I had six pumpkins on my step and you wanted to kill me during Halloween. Look, I told so, you, man, it's just certain things that I can't do. Pumpkins deal with. and old fashioned uh old fashioned oven timer going off. That, yeah, it makes <laughs> oh me break into God. a rage. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, we all got our ticks. We all got our quirks. Come on. 
Damn, um, pumpkins made you lose it? <laughs> yeah. We uh the old fashioned oven timer, I don't know if you've heard the episode, Jay. We uh we accidentally uh stumbled upon there is a site called um what is it called for sugar daddies? Uh, yes, it's, Seek, it's a seeking arrangements, seeking arrangements.com. Oh so God. we signed up for a seeking arrangements account as a show. And we put a picture of Bushwhacker Luke on there, uh, from the old Bushwhackers just to see if we could catch anybody in, in the area. And, uh, after about six or seven attempts, they shut us down. But that was one of the, uh, the about me things after we filled up all of the paragraph that we could, it was, I break out into a rage whenever I hear an old fashioned oven timer. (laughs) (laughs) We were just going to see how many people would bite, but yeah, they just, they just didn't bite. Well, man, I tell you what, believe it or not, Josh, we've been here, Jay, we've been here for 40 minutes. So we've gone a little, we've gone a little over, but I want to say thank you again for being a part of P3 radio today. Everybody go out and check out Let's Discuss It on iTunes, anywhere you find podcasts, Google Play, Mm -hmm. uh, same way you check ours out. Uh, Jay, man, thanks for being with us, man. Dude, thank y'all so much. This is a funny conversation. Y'all are hilarious. Like, I can't wait to promote this on my page and on my, you know, my my business page and my page because like y'all are freaking hilarious and I think people need to listen to y'all. Well, thanks so much, much, man. We appreciate that. Josh, real quick, this is gonna be it for us today. Where do they need to go if they want to find all of our old archives uh, and they want to give us a call or leave us a voicemail or a text? We have that phone line that's open 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. Where do they need to go to do that? Well, if they want to find them archives, they are already at the right place. If you're hearing my voice right now, you just need to go back, press the back button, look into all of our old shows. We got uh, shows with wrestlers, Super Bowl legends, uh uh, Olympic gold medalist. Gold medalist. Uh, the list goes on and on. And if you are on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, go to your search bar, type in Pop Poncho. You're bound to see our picture. And if you want to get with us via text message, leave us a voicemail. Maybe uh, we might play it on the show. You never know. 731 300 6675. And that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this has been Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening and good night.